Hi everyone, Anshul here from the Daily Passenger Responsible Travel Podcast. And one year down the line, we are back to the same stuff for which we were worried last year. Covid is back, stronger than it went away the last time. I am feeling as if Covid na hua Thanos ho gaya. Yes, people have stayed at home, but resuming routine was also necessary. Although things could have been in control, but we can blame everything and everyone, but there is no point in it. Last one month for me have been like really uh, interesting. So I was at home and my parents started constructing on the top floor and uh, I was really annoyed. So I moved to Old Manali uh, last month. And when uh, the place where I was staying, they had like this uh, construction going on. So I could not record any new podcast. which again became really annoying and then the covid cases ri- started rising and uh, i saw that a lot of tourists were coming to old manali and since the place was uh, being a little costly for me i decided that i will move to some place else so i decided to come back to dharamshala i found a place this place has a nice kitchen and uh, as i i am cooking a lot but uh, now my neighbors are having a lot of construction like there are i think uh, villas and 1 bhk 2 bhk flats popping up everywhere because there are a lot of digital nomads like me coming over working and uh, uh, just uh, passing their work for home time i like i'm so annoyed of this sound of construction i think i'm sure pretty sure that you will be hearing some thak 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 in the background and i can't do anything about it it is so annoying it is so so annoying but uh, i digress i think i should introduce our guest uh, uh we have chosen a very interesting person uh, i think community for this episode because i think it is uh, very important to know what we are taking away from the planet and how we can give it back the guest for this episode is petricor regenerative living shala The organization is involved in many aspects of responsible travel which includes permaculture, herbalism and plant-based nutrition. I'm Shweta and my husband Siddharth and I founded the Shala and the larger community back in 2013. Uh back then uh, we realized that persisting with opposition, protesting all the time, even activism actually, you know, um delivered nothing. it was just a means of you know wasting and draining our own energy so um we kind of went to work on ourselves and uh, we realized that nothing changes unless we change ourselves so our work is based on positive action to create the world that we all want to live in rather than fighting for it every day as you know i don't know a social media warrior on facebook instagram or even taking out going out on the streets we realize that it has it is more impactful if we withdrew and uh, went to work uh before we start please explain what petrico riving shala is we are a small but growing inter- intentional community consisting of us our regional small farmers our uh, interns and renters and volunteers who live within the premises of the more specific petricor regenerative living shala and uh, as a shala or a school we teach 
everyday life skills for home and community resilience and uh, which means we teach permaculture design yoga self inquiry retreats earth based building techniques herbalism and plant based uh, nutrition among other things our philosophy is based on the three ethics of permaculture which is mainly care of the earth which consists of earth consists of all living and non living beings also care of people and a fair share of the surplus all the profits that we make from the first two ethics first two resource spaces it goes back it is reinvested back to the first two ethics um whatever the surplus may be and as a community we strive to live as minimally and as consciously as possible as uh, you know we work with nature rather than against her and uh, having said that all our residents over here we work at several things we don't have any such thing as you know a, a one particular job or you know i mean i don't know of anybody here who has only one job most of the things that we need we make or exchange or we share we believe that community is about freeing each other so we do everything it's about liberating each other and uh, we strive to make life as easy as possible for one another such a beautiful thought we all should work with nature rather than against her because she is the one giving us and she will be the one who will take it away if we don't work in collaboration coming to my next question what is permaculture and why has it become a part of responsible tourism in the last few years the core of permaculture is design as in design is a connection between two or more things you know for uh, example it's not just water soil or a tree in isolation how we look at things is um, how the water the soil and the tree are connected it's the very opposite if i may say so of what we are taught in school you know because education takes everything and tries to tear it apart like unnecessarily whereas uh, permaculture makes the connection and as soon as you make that connection you'll realize that the water nourishes the tree and the tree feeds the soil and the soil feeds all life forms you know and uh, even saying that permaculture is about design i still feel that it comes from a superior state of mind because come to think of it nature is already designed we only have to what we need to do is to stop interfering with its perfection and abandon the idea of our human kind's superiority over it you know we couldn't be more wrong about that i don't know if permaculture is a part of responsible tourism on the same note permaculture what it stands for is permanent culture so what i mean to say is what i do know is that it should be a part of everything not just responsible tourism our lifestyles our businesses how we run our homes how we farm everything we do for a living or otherwise should speak towards the creation of a permanent culture you know a culture that 
understands that everything we do to other life forms, we do to ourselves. Something that works in the present moment yet doesn't lose sight of its impact on the future of our planet and its long-term permanence. Because as you know, from where we are right now, things look very shaky for the coming generations. So yeah, that's how permaculture should be implemented in all spheres of life. I wish I could take a permaculture workshop. Last one year has just confined me at one place and I really want to do something worthwhile. But I think this information is really valuable. I didn't know what permaculture actually is and its connection with design. How does permaculture connect scientific principles and research with traditional and indigenous folk wisdom? Well, permaculture is built on the premise of indigenous science and wisdom, which is a result of age-old experience ancient protracted observations, thoughtful labor, and land stewardship that comes from pure love and understanding, not with a motive or, you know, a motive of profit for that matter. So no one can match that. I mean, science and technology can build on it, and it has, but you can't make it better. Like I said, nature is already designed and we can't compete with that kind of intelligence. But what we can do is stop this warfare currently. I'm talking about the COVID germ or virus warfare that we seem to wage on them. And, uh, you know, it's it's actually futile. All we need to do is celebrate this incredible biodiversity that we live and breathe each day and live in harmony and synchrony and everything will be made right. Things are already perfect and uh, we don't need to mess with that. What kind of overconsumption bothers you the most? What bothers me is more the nonchalance or the ignorance of people towards what overconsumption is doing to our lives and our health, you know, the health of the planet and our own personal health. As we, uh, you know, increase the toxicity of our lives through, say, contaminated food, water, air, plastic, <laughs> plastic, uh, which, I mean, which, all these things are things that produce unnecessary mental stress as well. And we fail to realize that we are preventing nature's perfect design or the microbiome per se to perform its life-giving functions. You know, the balance tips from health to illness for both planet and people. That's what overconsumption does, which in turn triggers an immune attack upon both, um, upon, you know, even, and like simple viral infections take on a larger or more menacing implication, like what's happening in the world today, the pandemic. And um, there are actually no problems, you know. All problems, if we come to think, are symptoms of imbalances. And there's a massive imbalance that's going on in our lives today, in the world today. And the symptoms, some of it are, to name just one right now, is the COVID pandemic. So what does bother me is people's, say, ir irresponsibility. And I wouldn't really call it ignorance because 
there's so much awareness regarding the environment now. So it's either irresponsibility or just laziness uh, or, or just um, comfort. You know, there are comfortable lifestyles that uh, makes them not want to do the things that are required to bring things back to normal. Yeah, true. I think this is a very solid point. I think uh, everyone should uh, be aware about it that they are, what they are doing is kind of wrong and uh, while uh, and it can be controlled, right? Um, everyone can practice permaculture. And as I said, it's a deep and profound philosophy based on the three ethics I spoke about and the much more comprehensive 12 principles consolidated by David, Ho David Holmgren. But um, Bill Mollison, the founder of permaculture, started it as a framework for a sustainable, um, like mainly perennial agricultural system based on the durable systems that are observed in nature. So yes, uh, city folks can all practice permaculture. Besides making a conscious effort towards minimalist living, they can also grow food to ensure food security in some way or the other from either their balconies or their windowsills. The, I mean, it doesn't have to be perennials or, uh, uh, you know, trees, but um, they, you can start with a pot of coriander or some herbs or even some microgreens. And then go go out, create communities and, you know, grow a species-rich community garden or a free-for-all food forest that uh, includes sustenance for humans, animals, wildlife, and everyone. So uh, anything can happen. Everything gardens, you know, anything is possible. And uh, we just need to will it. So city folks, yes. It's absolutely doable. Uh, next question is, uh, so what experiences a volunteer would find at Petrico community? Uh, our volunteer program at the Shala is typically based on a learning by doing module. And on that note, the longer they stay, the better chances of them picking up the skills that we teach. Anything from natural building to permaculture farming and design vegan cooking, yoga, meditation, herbalism, plant medicine, you know, and most importantly, we really stress on the importance of living in community, which most of us have forgotten right now. And uh, in by community, we mean not just the humans here, but all living and non-living forms. So that that is uh, a volunteer's experience in a nutshell in our community. And also we offer 50% discount on all in-house workshops and courses for our volunteers. Yes. So it's a good experience, I guess. So, yes. And in terms of work, work in the community, as in uh, the things that we're responsible for, I teach yoga and slow food and plant nutrition. Also look after correspondence and communication. And I grow our kitchen garden. Uh, Siddharth is passionate about natural architecture, carpentry, and is mainly the person who promotes and works at implementing regenerative agriculture in the community. And we both teach permaculture design and other workshops as well. Yeah, so uh, that's basically it, I guess. I hope that things start to return to normal soon. This was a very enriching session and I got to learn a lot about new things. We, I, I would like to quote uh, our 
Guru, Sri Ramana Maharshi, and this rings true to us more than anything else. It internalizes things a little bit, uh, but uh, this is a little, uh, I, I don't want to dwell on the more spiritual angle of it, but there is something that Ramana Maharshi said that rings very true for us in everything that we do. So uh, it goes something like the biggest service, the greatest service that you can render the world is your own self-transformation. So think about it. That is uh, the message that we'd like to leave with all you listeners. Because the problem may be you, but the solution is also you, has been our greatest realization. And uh, our peace and happiness is an inherent thing. We don't need to go anywhere to look for it. When we, when you ask yourself to go find yourself, where would you go? Would you go out? Would you step out? Or would you step in? Or would you stay where you are? So think about these. I mean, this is a small point of departure in regard to your own self-investigation, your own self-inquiry that will um, further... Um, lead to a more profound realization of who you truly are. And once that has been achieved, the rest just comes easy. So, yes, thank you for listening and thank you for having us on your show. Mm, all the best to all of you. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Shweta, for joining me and I hope that we get to record another session with you in person. To our listeners, if you like this episode and want to connect with Petrico Living Shala, then they are on Instagram and Facebook. Our social media handles are on Facebook as uh, Petrico Regenerative Living Shala and on Instagram, we are petrico.community. You can also contact me on my social media channels uh, for feedback and suggestions. You are listening to Delhi Pencil Responsible Travel Podcast and I will be back with a new episode soon.